Are you ready to learn more about TikTok and Clubhouse and how it applies to our ministry? If so, get ready because it's time. Holy nuclear time bombs! Holy overeating! Holy roller coasters! It's time! It's time! It's time for the Lion Sidekick Podcast! <laughs> Hello, ministry leaders. My name is Tom Pounder, and you are listening to the YM Sidekick Podcast. This is the podcast where ministry leaders come to learn some cool digital tips and tricks and ideas on how to do ministry in this very digital and online world, this very digital world that we are living in today. And today I'm excited to introduce to you Sammy Kelly. Well, some of you guys already know Sammy, but introduce you to her to the podcast. This is her first time on my podcast, and I'm really excited to have her on. She is the co-owner of Digivangelism. It's a great digital evangelism group that is designed to help ministry leaders and churches Get better at digital evangelism. Again, <laughs> combining the digital and the van- digital evangelism. There you go. So I am really excited to have Sammy on. And today we're going to talk about TikTok and Clubhouse. As you know, social media changes all the time. What was happening five years ago or even six months ago is not currently happening today in the same form. For instance, when Snapchat came out a few years ago, they got a lot of attention and social media adapted to Snapchat with stories. The the reason why it was stories on Instagram and, and fleets on Twitter and stories on Facebook, it's because of stories on Snapchat. Well, now we have TikTok, and TikTok has been making an impact over the past few years, and they've become very popular. It's more than just dance videos. There's lots of trends that are happening on TikTok, and a lot of people are using it in a variety of different ways. It's not just for Generation Z or Millennials. I see a lot of older people on TikTok and they're doing fun and creative things. They're offering parenting advice. They're offering uh, food suggestions. They're doing so many creative things on TikTok. And so Sam and I will talk about that and how churches can utilize TikTok for ministry purposes. But we're also gonna talk about Clubhouse. And Clubhouse is an audio chat social networking app that just got released. It's only on iPhone right now, but it's gonna be on Android eventually. It is taking the internet by storm and everybody wants to get on Clubhouse to see what it's about. So we talk about Clubhouse, we talk about TikTok, and how we can be using these for ministry purposes. And I'm so excited to have Sammy on talking with me. So without any further ado, let's get into the conversation right now. All right, with me right now is Sammy Kelly. Sammy, how are you? Hey, Tom, I'm doing great. And I'm really excited to be on this podcast with you. I am excited to have you on as well. This is your first time on my podcast. And, um, you know, again, when I first saw you and I first came in like contact with you online, it was through TikTok. Um, (laughs) And we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But for anybody who may not know who you are, I would love for you to just to be able to share a little bit about your background and, and what you do. Sure. Absolutely. I can do that. So you probably saw me on a Digivangelism account. I am a co-owner with Digivangelism. You could say Digi for short. That is just a lot easier for people. Um, I am located in Pennsylvania where I, out of college, did some parish ministry work, youth ministry work, that sort of thing. And Digi kind of grew from a dream. I would say it's still probably, you know, somewhat a dream, but I think every good ministry and organization probably is. And uh, probably four or five years ago at this point, I was 
Um, young, I'm young. People probably can't see that on on the podcast, but I am young. I'm young, so people are like, "Oh, you must know tech things and work uh, yes. in the industry." And so it was really like this, you know, just natural thing for a little bit. Like, oh, I'm helping some folks learn how to better use social media, better use the internet for their purpose of sharing the love of Jesus. And a couple of years of doing that and speaking about it at various little conferences that the churches would put on or whatever, and I just kind of realized that God has really made, put this on my heart as a passion, a calling and something that I want to do more and more of. So I think with Digi in the past year, I would say we've kind of changed from just like randomly doing speaking things or helping out to, okay, how can we intentionally do what we do online? Um, we're not like coaching people right now by any means. Certainly we would love to in the future. And we have a lot of dreams and plans for growth to come, but right now we're just kind of putting what we can out there to live out our mission of helping church leaders share the love of Jesus and meeting other people like you that are doing the same, which is really fun. That's <laughs> awesome. That is really cool. Okay. So are you currently working at a church as well, or do you, is, is Digi the only thing you're doing? So I moved from parish ministry to kind of like denominational ministry where I was helping a lot of, I am helping a lot of different churches in like a contract role. And that's a temporary right. thing for now. Um, I also do some freelancing because I, I love video editing and, and that's like a passion project of mine, but also something that people hire out. And so I yeah. do that as a freelancer. I work with the churches uh, in my area in Pennsylvania and right now work on Digi a lot too. And uh, we'll be shifting over in the next year to more and more of that. So looking forward to that too. That's fantastic. That's fa That's great. So cool. Well, I've enjoyed uh, following you along on, uh, you actually just got on Twitter fairly recently, right? We had an account and we yeah. just, you know, there, there's so many accounts, there's so many uh, <laughs> yeah. social media profiles, which we can talk about later. But uh, yeah, and it, we just recently kind of were like, okay, who else is on here? This is a yeah. great place to connect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, again, I, I follow you along with Twitter, but again, as I said earlier, I noticed you on TikTok. <laughs> so talk to me a little bit about TikTok, because I think TikTok is still something that churches are still trying to figure out. Do I venture into that? Do I get into it or not? Is it for better for ministers or is it better for churches to be involved? So what, what's been your, why did you get involved with TikTok? And then what's been your experiences with it? Sure. So why we got involved with TikTok, I mean, as a ministry serving other ministries, we kind of wanted to scope it out. You know, when it first blew up, it was like, all right, what is this new thing? Is it, is it worth church leaders putting their time and energy to figure out or not? Um, and so we were a student of TikTok for a while. And, you know, you got to learn what is this thing? Uh, if, if folks aren't really familiar, there are a lot of trends on TikTok. They're, video, they're short form videos. Um, really based on humor and music and that sort of thing. And being a millennial, I realized, you know, I like TikTok and yeah. my friends like TikTok. And, and soon, like people my parents' age are starting to get sucked into TikTok as social media platforms progress. And, um, and so we realized quickly, okay, yeah, there's something here. <laughs> it's yeah. worth putting some time into. Um, I have followed a lot of different um, pastors and, and my experience is mostly with like mainline churches and more progressive churches. It's kind of our niche, I would say. Mm -hmm. And so I see a lot of them, um, you know, sharing their, their beliefs and their ministries on TikTok and, and totally doing it in the right way, like funny ways, trendy ways, ways that incorporate music. Um, and so I think it can be really educational for pastors and for church leaders um, who 
want to share God's love with people that are really just scrolling this app and not planning on being <laughs> engaged in that way. But if you do it in the right way, they'll totally be receptive to it. So there's that. Um, churches, like that is a almost a different ball game um, because a lot of churches, you know, just kind of want to connect with their members and reach their members. And so if that's really your focus, you got to find out if your members are actually on TikTok. Yeah. Um, if you are open to, hey, as a church, we just want to, you know, share God's love online in the best ways that we can. TikTok is very viral, uh, has such a different algorithm than all other social media platforms. And so if you're just about like, hey, you know, we preach this awesome message and we want to get this teaching out there to the world, then I would say, yeah, TikTok is a space that is going to do that like no other. It's going to reach way more people than you posting your video on uh, Facebook, as long as you kind of follow the TikTok game rules, I would say. Yeah. And uh, let's talk about some of those game rules, because I think <laughs> one of the things, uh, one of the things I've noticed and one of the things I really appreciate about TikTok is very similar to Instagram and even uh, not uh, Twitter and Instagram in the sense that hashtags are very important. Mm -hmm. um, hashtags seem to be very important with TikTok. Is that correct? Yeah. Hashtags and um if you are posting in kind of like a certain niche, so as a church, you're probably going to be posting a lot about ministry and that sort of thing. Uh, you're probably going to, people are going to pick up on your videos if their algorithm is keyed into that. And so, yeah, hashtags certainly help with that. Um, and, and like I said, not only is the algorithm just very viral, like you can go viral so much more easily on TikTok, but, um, it, it, it's very responsive to you. So it'll like give you a video. And if you slide past it too fast, it's not going to give you more of that stuff. But if, if your video hits someone and they actually take it in and they watch it, then that tells TikTok, okay, we're going to, we're going to give them more of those kind of videos. So mm -hmm. that, that is really cool. And, and one of the things that stressed me out early on <laughs> in, in TikTok was the minute long thing. Now, again, I know Instagram has that as well, but yeah. they, they've expanded to, on, to some degree. Um, and then Twitter is exactly the same. It's just a minute long. Uh, I have found though, that if I really am prepared and really succinct with what I want to communicate, I can communicate everything I want to do in a minute. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I struggle with that sometimes. I think <laughs> yes. It's easy, you know, especially when you're excited about what you want to share, it's easy to be like, I could go on and on in a 20 minute YouTube video with this. Um, but thankfully apps like Twitter, uh, yeah, Twitter, apps like TikTok and Instagram now with Reels, which is kind of like their version of TikTok, yeah. uh, they'll let you kind of edit within the app so that if you do have too much content, you're trying to figure out how to make it work, you can kind of splice it up there. Yeah. Well, and see, I'm a tech guy. I like technology. Okay. But I'm also, I am a Gen Xer. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm in my mid forties at the moment. And uh, the one thing I like, I, I'm very good with being what I'm comfortable, like I'm good at what I'm comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. But, and so TikTok at, at first stressed me out because like all these different options, but the reality is they're pretty simple and it's straightforward that once you start practicing it a few times, yeah. it, it can flow really easy. Has that been your experience as well? Yeah, I think with any new platform, there's like this learning curve hump that you need to just kind of push over, push through whatever. Uh, you get on and every, every platform's got its own buttons to do its own things and its own time limits and that sort of thing. Um, but, but again, if you're, you're kind of like a student of the platform a little bit, you see, okay, what are, what are videos that are being successful? What are they doing? 
uh, you can kind of learn how, how to manipulate the tools on that platform to do what you want to do. And hopefully it does is successful as well. Would you encourage uh, people now within context, of course, but uh, in, uh, as long as it's appropriate, would you encourage ministers or churches to, to kind of latch on to trends that are happening within TikTok? Definitely, I would. I mean, I know there are folks out there that are very concerned about TikTok and, you know, any platform could kind of go in the wrong direction in yeah. the wrong hands. Um, but if you're trying to reach people with your message, uh, and, and you kind of play into it in, in, like you said, in an appropriate way. Maybe it's using the song that is going to catch someone's attention because they're like, oh, I know this trend. I know what's coming next. Yeah. Um, and for those that don't know, usually the songs, you do like a specific set of moves or you have a specific uh, something that you're sharing that goes with the song. Um, go on TikTok to find out. But <laughs> you, you do that too. People are going to know what's coming up and they want to see, wait, is this is this a church that's doing this thing? Yeah. Like, how are they playing into it? And um, often uh, people that aren't involved in churches and ministries, you know, feel so disconnected and, and, and don't know how to connect. But when you kind of lean into something that they can connect with and then they have connected with, it, it, it forms a bridge that maybe wasn't there before. So I'd say yes. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I, again, I'm as a minister, uh, like there are some things I'm like, I can't do that. I can. But then, I, but then I also think I'm like, well, how can I put my own little spin on this? Exactly yeah. what you're saying. If you just play the background music and do yep. something different, you can get very creative with these things and, yeah. and be a part of something, which then will help expand your reach so that this is what I always like to say is that you know, if it, when people are looking for a church, maybe they're not looking for a church right now, but maybe they are looking at, down the road. They might say, oh, yeah, that church did that. One of those TikTok trends. They seem kind of funny and kind of uh -huh. cool. I'm going to start following them and, and maybe look into your church a little bit more. Right. And very relatable, too, which I think is what people want to see in, you know, the people that they might be connected with at a church. They want to know, OK, I can actually I can approach this leader because yeah. look what they just did on TikTok. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of our actually our most um, viral TikTok, which wasn't even that crazy, but it, it was in the very beginning when we were like just writing things down on a notebook and like we're recording ourselves doing it, speeding it up. And I, I wrote something like uh, churches, church leaders, if you want to know how to use TikTok, like ask your youth <laughs> because they're going to be the greatest educators um, for how you can use it well or even just hand over the app. I mean, certainly with limitations and oversight and all that good stuff, sure. but. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think people who uh, you mentioned this earlier, that people are a little scared of TikTok and, sure. you know, when, when Snapchat came out, people mm -hmm. were really scared of Snapchat for, for very real reasons. They were yeah. scared, but Snapchat improved. And over time it's become a great communication tool yeah. for people connecting with other people. I like to use it. I connect with my daughters with it and I connect <laughs> with other people as well yep. with it, but TikTok can be a really powerful tool for you to reach definitely younger generations. But I've seen, again, I'm in my mid forties. I've seen 40 and 50 year old people oh, yeah. posting just as much oh, as yeah. younger people. So it's really fun for them to express themselves. I, I, I feel. Yeah. And, and, and probably in different ways too. I mean, Oh, my friend. So I'm, I'm like late twenties and my friends are all late twenties or early thirties. So we got all of the TikToks that are like, you know, you're too old for this app or whatever. And I know like everybody of every age is on it, but TikTok will really kind of figure out the algorithm. So you can play with it. And if you're trying to reach a certain demographic, really use those hashtags like you talked about, target that audience and the TikTok algorithm eventually will figure it out.
So, yeah, yeah. That, that's really cool. Well, I really like TikTok and you seem to really like TikTok as well. Um, let's transition to another uh, social app that is relatively new and people are really latching on to a little bit or people are inviting each other for. Um, you have to have an iPhone at this moment to use it, but it's called Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So have you ventured into Clubhouse much? Yeah, yeah. So kind of like everyone else the past you know month or two or three or whatever, um, you hear about it and you're like, what is this thing? And as with any social media app, it's like, okay, do I really want to try this or not? And like I said, we like to kind of get on platforms and experiment and just kind of see if it's worth it to share about. Um, and so we, we actually yesterday posted a video and a blog post about Clubhouse and our experience of mm-hmm. one month being on Clubhouse. Uh, and I will be the first to admit, we are not pros. I am not a pro on Clubhouse. Um, I'm Our handle's Digivangelism on Clubhouse if you want to connect. I'm mostly a lurker, uh, and yet I am very impressed by what I'm seeing. Um, I don't know if you want me to go into more about it or? Yeah, for anybody who may not know what Clubhouse is, briefly describe what Clubhouse is. Sure, sure. So it's kind of like, uh, I almost think of it like a podcast with multiple people that is happening live where anyone can get in to listen in the room, which is what they're called in Clubhouse. Uh, and not only can they listen, but the hosts, whether they're admins or moderators, can invite them on a digital stage to participate. So the really neat thing there is that it is all audio. There's no video. You don't have to worry about if you look Zoom worthy or whatever, <laughs> uh, Facebook Live worthy, it's all audio. Um, you can engage really passively, which is neat for people to just be able to like all day. And some people literally log 10 hours on Clubhouse or more, uh, just having it on in the background, listening to these great thought leaders, these people you look up to online, or these people you you don't even know who they are, but somehow you got connected with, um, talk about whatever they're passionate about, but also then be able to engage. So maybe you're like passively driving in the car, listening to some of your favorite folks, talking but then they open it up for questions and rather than a podcast app where you just kind of wouldn't be able to do anything uh you can actually click a button that raises your hand more or less and then jump in which i think is awesome that that's really cool and so what kind of uh, like conversations do you see going on in clubhouse right now because they're centered around specific topics correct yeah yeah so i'm in a lot of church church communications, church leaders, uh, Facebook groups. And I've seen everybody always posting like, hey, you know, who else is on here? I'm starting a room about this. So I think church leaders are going to find something on Clubhouse. I think I'm personally connected to a lot of like marketers, digital marketers, whether Christian marketers or not. Um, So there's a lot of um, groups, rooms uh, in there that you can just learn. People are just sharing their knowledge. There's Q&As always happening. Um, and I, I really enjoyed just, you can plug in your interests when you sign up for Clubhouse mm-hmm. and then um, they'll, they'll get, give you lots of options. So sometimes yeah. sometimes I like pay attention to what the people I'm following, what rooms they're leading or participating in. Other times I'm just like, what is happening on this app? Because literally all the time there are multiple rooms going on. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. It's 24-7, right? There, is yeah. people, there are rooms going on constantly uh, on there. Um, and is there a particular time length? Do, do some have like higher, like longer times or shorter yeah. times? Do you need to have it a certain time length? Um, 
I don't know if there are limits to the timeline. I have seen like, hey, we're going to pop in for five minutes to start our mornings off right together, hmm. uh, which I think is a kind of a cool concept. There's this other one I follow or that comes up for me a lot and I'll jump in from time to time. It's literally, this is so funny. There, it's literally just someone playing like EDM music. So it's almost <laughs> just like you're listening with other people to the same music at the same time. And, and like, I love having background music that doesn't have words on. So, yeah. it, you know, that goes on for hours and hours at a time. But of course, yeah, there's, you know, people talking for 15 minutes, there's people doing an hour, two hours, whatever. Uh, yeah, and it is 24 seven. <laughs> that's, that's great. Uh, okay, random tangent, but you like listening yeah. to music without words to it. Do you yes. like listening to Enya? Yeah, I mean, I know a couple songs, oh, why? Gosh. No, I just, when I was in college, Enya was really popular and we would take naps and sleep to Enya. And so sometimes <laughs> I still do that. But again, you know, she's my my Gen X era. So, yeah. you, know, that, you know, it's one of those things. Um, <laughs> it just made me think of that. That's that, See, that's how random this podcast can be sometimes. So. I like random, so I'm good. So, I'm down for that. Um, well, that's exciting. Again, I'm going to fool around with it a little bit more. And yeah. if you don't have it, you need to get an iPhone. This is another reason why you should get an iPhone because all the cool things happen on iPhones. It seems first. like it. <laughs> yes. um, so, uh, and yeah, Clubhouse seems like definitely something that is, will stick around for a little bit. People like to experiment with things. And again, you know, there, there've been lots of different social networks that have come and gone, but this, this is offering something that's different in the sense of it's audio. There's no mm -hmm. video stuff attached to it. And it seems like almost like a conference call to some degree with in some, some format. Yeah. Yeah. Between like a conference call, like that kind of, uh, I'll say like low key, not very intense uh, level, but then also a conference. I mean, there are big names on there that are just jumping on and chatting with everyday folks. And, yeah. and I think that's amazing. I also, I wonder, and most of the video that we posted yesterday was just me like, I wonder, like, what does this mean for us as church leaders? Um, as far as I think of like office hours, I think of certain like messages and how that sort of thing can almost be more accessible on something like Clubhouse. Now, I'm not saying like, hey, go on Clubhouse, church leader. You know, this, this is probably not a great space for you right now, uh, especially if your people aren't there. You want to reach yeah. your people where they are. Um, but you know, if people are leaning into this and spending hours and hours a day on this platform because it's so flexible, it's so accessible. I mean, in some ways, it's mm -hmm. just for iPhone users, so that's a little inaccessible. That's right. Um, but but if people are really leaning into this, how does this impact our ministries going forward? And I, I don't think we have the answers, but you need to pay attention to. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I'm definitely going to take your uh, your blog post, your video, and attach it to the show notes so that people can. Oh, great. If if they haven't. Um, seen or caught up on clubhouse yet they can read your review awesome. and what you, what your experiences were so that'd be great yeah. okay so as we kind of wrap up a little bit um again you're all about digital um <laughs> so as you look forward again we've been a year into covid yeah. and there's been a lot of progress that has been made mm -hmm. what what excites you most about the future as you look into digital ministry stuff what uh, this wasn't i did not prep you on this so this That's is okay. uh, you know, <laughs> yeah but what, what excites you the most so I mentioned earlier that we work with a lot of like mainline congregations. A lot of them are smaller. They're mm -hmm. an older generation in the churches. You know, they're not like the big happening churches that have been on digital ministry way before COVID. Some of them are taking their first steps since the pandemic started within the past year. And I'm excited 
I'm excited about the great things that have come from that. I, I think I think that those leaders were really stressed out when that's that all started. And honestly, I think a lot of them are still pretty stressed out, kind of burned out. Like this is just way new. They want to, a lot of them just want things to go back to normal, which I totally get. But they have seen what has been possible. Um, and even if they're just taking, you know, one or two or three things with them about how digital ministry can connect with their specific context, their church, their community, um, I'm, I'm thrilled for that, even if it was kind of forced upon them at yeah. the time. Uh, and, and, and goofy things too. Like um, we, we just talked to someone and, and we'll have more coming out about this in a, I think two or three weeks, but their ministry, you know, went online with COVID and people were not engaging on Facebook. Like they just, it was a student ministry. So mm -hmm. the younger people, they're like, ah, it's not really my thing. So they went on Instagram and people were not actually engaging on Instagram. So they went on TikTok. We we're just talking about TikTok. And the, the minister went live for like their Bible studies or their devotions or whatever it was. And they doubled their audience wow. just from like hopping on TikTok live because that's wow. where their people were. Now, again, that's not where everybody's people are, yeah. but hopefully every congregation, every community has found one or two or three things that they can be like this. We're going to keep this. Some of this other stuff is stressful right now, but when mm -hmm. things kind of go back to normal, whatever normal is in yeah. whatever way, uh, this thing we're going to we're going to keep because it's been growth for us. So that that's really exciting for me. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. What I what I try to encourage people to say is that, listen, don't forget the progress you made. You know, yeah. you, you've done so much over this past year. And yes, it's been very stressful. There, mm -hmm. you, when all of us just went all in on online because you had to, like yeah. it, it was long, long hours um, for many, many months. And but now don't just because you want a little reprieve of that, don't don't forget the progress you made. What I like what you just said. What are the one or two or three things that you can get from this and stay consistent at on it? Uh, because now it, it's pointless to go back to something, right. especially if you found something that is actually working and is very effective. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. So this is cool. Well, Sammy, this has been fantastic. It's been great talking with you. I, I hope we can have more of these conversations and sure. who knows, maybe we'll, we'll see each other on clubhouse sometime. Hey. Um, <laughs> but before I let you go, please tell me uh, again about all the stuff that you're doing with Digi and some yep. contacts uh, that you can do. I'm going to, I'm going to take all that stuff and put it in the show notes, but let people cool. know where you're at and where you like to live. Like for instance, <laughs> I like to live on Twitter. So where do you like to yep. live? Yep, I hear that. So uh, our website is digivangelism.org and our we post a weekly blog post with a corresponding video and just kind of throw the audio on a podcast episode if that's your thing. Yep. Um, we are on pretty much every platform as digivangelism as our handle, but we probably live the most on Instagram actually. Okay. Uh, and a lot of time on YouTube, just with those weekly videos and, and connecting with folks on there as well. So that's a great space. And, and if you prefer text for our uh, weekly update type of things, if you go on our website, there'll be some kind of pop-up somewhere you can get on our email list and we'll send those out to you as well. That's great. That's fantastic. Well, I'm really excited uh, for you guys and what you all are doing to help other people and other churches. Uh, get involved with digital ministry more and more. So uh, I wish you the best of luck. And again, I want to have you back on the podcast. So we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll see more of each other really soon. That'd be great. This was really fun, Tom. Thanks so much for asking me to be on. All right. So there you have it. My conversation with Sammy. And again, if you're not following her yet, 
definitely click on her links uh, so that you can follow her. She's got a lot of different content. She's funny, she's creative, and they're doing some great things with Digi Evangelism. So I would encourage you to definitely check it out uh, now. But I would also love to hear your thoughts. Okay, you've been on TikTok, hopefully. You've been on Clubhouse, hopefully. Uh, what do you think about that? What questions do you have? Definitely hit me up on Twitter. I would love to talk to you a little bit more about that and what questions you have, but also what insights you have. Again, Sammy and I just talked about it, but we're always learning. So we want to learn from you as well. So again, hit me up on uh, Twitter at TA Pounder and let's keep this conversation going. And I'm sure Sammy will jump in on that as well because she's getting really into Twitter. So it's great to see her on Twitter uh, regularly. All right, heroes, well, that wraps it up for another episode of the YM Sidekick Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. And as always, uh, go to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe to this, or you can go to ymsidekick.com where I've got all my content, blogs, podcasts, vlogs, ebooks, information about the Digital Bootcamp Facebook group. I've got all that at ymsidekick.com, and I'd love for you to check that out. All right, heroes, well, I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, and until next time, have a great one.